Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, Cheryl, no, she didn't. You were going to say something else. Oh, really? This is the Colleen and Bradley show. It's a wig. wig. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hi. Um, Sharon Osbourne, it's still a thing, y'all. Um, but what's actually exciting today is that Cheryl Underwood is spilling the tea. Yeah, she is not under this wood. She is on top of it. I don't know. I tried. Okay, um, that, that gets it, Fine. That didn't go well. Okay, <laughs> but she is talking on her podcast, and she did like a three-part series, apparently, supposedly. I read the report of the report. I have not listened to her podcast, but... I read this article all about it, so clearly I know stuff. Obviously. Um, But it's so obvious that everything we thought about how this went down. Excuse me again. Oh, he's getting all choked up again. When it comes to Sharon Osbourne's uh, unceremonious exit from the talk, um, this is all exactly how we expected it went down. That's what she's sharing on this podcast. And. And it just reiterates for me that all is right in the world. So people have tried to make this a thing. Sharon Osbourne tried to make her exit from the talk a thing, right? Like the world, Piers Morgan, everybody is trying to make this a thing. Mm -hmm. And the thing is nothing more than Sharon Osbourne was unqualified for her job Mm -hmm. and therefore has no longer that job. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, let me explain. So in this particular um, three-part podcast that Cheryl is uh, sort of spilling the tea, she starts by um, dealing with something we'd heard possibly happen from Sharon herself right after this all went down. Now, I don't know how much I need to back up, but we'll say there was a very inappropriate confrontational episode of The Talk Wherein Sharon kind of, I mean, I would call it white-splained Cheryl yeah, for how she should feel yeah. about um, her friend Piers Morgan in a way that was just so shocking and uncomfortable and led to like an HR investigation. There was some stuff, right? Regardless of um, that stuff, uh, after the fact, Sharon said that she had reached out to Cheryl and hadn't heard anything back. Like she, she was gonna apologize, right? She reached out. That's what Cheryl, or Sharon said. Yeah. And I know it's hard because Sharon, Cheryl, Cheryl, Sharon, Cheryl, 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 yeah. Cheryl. Sharon said she reached out to Cheryl. Well, Cheryl starts off by saying, "No, she did not attempt to contact me. In fact, she went through her phone 
as she was talking about it to confirm that very fact. Mm. Um, and this is despite the fact that a rep for Osborne had previously told people in other media outlets that she did reach out to her. Yeah. So she's lying. So Sharon, when confronted with what all went down, tried to play the victim. Mm-hmm. And tried to show that she was the better person. You know, like, I tried to reach out to her, but I haven't heard anything, and that's fine. But no, you didn't, according to Cheryl. Rude. Yeah. So she starts there. She also goes into that whole claim about how, and this, I think, is telling. Sharon, remember, said that she was blindsided. Right. Oh, they Mm -hmm. blindsided me with these questions about race. Which, by the way, makes it sound, you know by the way she describes it, tries to make it sound to the average person who's not paying close attention that she was set up. Yeah. And that's what she wants you to think, yeah. is that that they painted her into a corner and she had no choice but to do the things she did. She had a whole story, and mm-hmm. that story was laid out in an interview she did with Entertainment Tonight. It's, it's a, a real good show. show. Um. And she was like, I walked in at this uh, timestamp and they said, I'm going to ask a question about this. And then a few timestamps later, they came back to me and said, what about this? And then when they asked me the question, I was totally unprepared and no one told me there were going to be questions. It was I was blindsided. I was Mm -hmm. made to be the sacrificial lamb led to the slaughter of the questions that were very hard to answer and could only result in me being racist and unprofessional and mean to my coworkers. Side note, I feel like we just took a journey through accents. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not that's not my forte. No, it's that's why I'm on the radio. It was amazing. Thank Um, you. Um but the the moral of the story is Sharon had this whole story concocted about how she'd been blindsided. Well, Cheryl's like, Okay, can I just share with you this whole blindsided nonsense? She said none of the questions that she had asked, because again, Cheryl was the moderator that day. Right. Posing questions to Sharon. And company. She said that the moderator, or that she was the moderator, and that none of the questions came from higher ups. Again, Sharon says, you know, the people higher up, they they had these questions and they wanted to surprise me with them. And so they forced the people down below to ask these questions. Mm-hmm. No. She goes on to say that even before the discussion went south, she was trying very hard to frame the conversation in such a way that it didn't come off as an attack. So despite the questions that she asked, she was even in her head at the time, Cheryl, thinking, I don't want this to seem like I'm attacking Sharon, right? Well, it, so which which also tells you a lot about Cheryl. Cheryl right. And and then knowing Sharon's side of the story tells you a lot about Sharon. And it should. And one of the things to realize is that in the telling of the story of how things went down, Cheryl Underwood still goes, bends over backwards to um, be gracious about the friendship that she felt she has had with Sharon Osborne yeah. over time. And so you do get the sense that this was a conversation that was starting from a respectful place. Yeah. And the the kind of work on the back end that Sharon is doing to try to save face is just really a cover f- for somebody who won't own their stuff. 
Oh, yeah. This is all That's just... That's all that is. This is... And you all have these people in your life who... And you have, and they're probably children. Mm-hmm. And if they're not children, they're adults with arrested development. Wherein, and you might recognize this behavior, somebody launches a temper tantrum to distract mm-hmm. from what they feel is their responsibility. Right. So this is not new. It's not unusual behavior, but it tells a very specific picture. And in this case, it tells us that Sharon Osbourne was completely unprepared. And just to reiterate how Cheryl was dealing with this, she said, you know, in my gut, I thought this was going to go left. And so I wanted to put it in proper order to be very calm. But there were a few people who criticized me for doing that. They're like, why do you give any bleeps about somebody's feelings? They have no bleeps about yours. And she goes on to say, but it, it to me, it was not about the reaction of the person. Cheryl or Sharon. Mm-hmm. It's more about me, Cheryl, and who I'm trying to evolve and mature to be. So she's like, I could have taken the easy way and just like called out Sharon for being, you know, uh, what she was, mm-hmm. but we all saw her for what she was. So Cheryl didn't feel the need to show us because we could because see. We have eyeballs. And instead, she decided that she was going to just be the best version of herself that she could be because at the end of the day, and she says this later, that she wouldn't do anything different because she did everything that she thought she should have done. You know, integrity is being able to, at the end of the night, put your head down on the pillow and know that you've done your best. Yep. And I think Cheryl Underwood acted in that moment with the utmost integrity. You know, were there other options of how she could have handled it? Absolutely. But the most important thing is that she's able to put her head down and rest easy with what she did do. Yeah. The person who did not, act with integrity at all and is still by the way not acting with integrity because if she were acting with integrity she would take a moment to step back and reflect on what her part may have been in this and she might not get it right but Sharon Osbourne has not for one moment taken a look and thought what is it possible that what a lot of other people are saying is true yeah is that a possibility yeah she has not even asked that question because she's so busy dancing so fast yeah. to try to defend herself and throw other people under the bus. And that's not acting with integrity. No, she did. She did drop some uh, tea, though, some shade, uh, if you will, about Sharon. She goes, now, I had heard things. She talked about when she first met Sharon and got to work with Sharon. She's mm-hmm. like, well, I this automatically. This is Cheryl Underwood. This is Cheryl. Yeah. Cheryl saying, I automatically just fell in love with her because I just like her and I heard things. And I was like, well, that has nothing to do with me. My thing is I'm going to get to know her. But I had heard things and I got phone calls of this and that. And so what I said to those people, I said, thank you for the information. Because listen, in this business, you've got all types of personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, she would not share specifics about what she heard. Um, but she said that those things were later confirmed in hindsight. Well, what I think is interesting about that, and it actually makes me respect Cheryl Underwood a lot, is the fact that she said, you know, I took I took note, I was aware, but I just liked her. I just yeah. liked her. But now that Sharon Osbourne has shown everybody who she is, what would Maya Angelou say? When people Via show Oprah? you, who, when people show you who they are, believe them. Exactly. And now she knows. Yeah. And now we all know. And that's... The only person who ceases to know... Is, well, Sharon Osbourne and Piers Morgan. Yeah, yeah. which we'll get to him later. Yeah, don't worry about it. Stick a pin in him. <laughs> uh, but 
In and the, the meantime, fork, because he's done. Okay, hey. but we're not. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. It is time for a dirt alert with the beautiful Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi. Hello, friends. It's a great day to be with you. It's and also, and also with you. With you. Very much appreciated. Okay, let's talk dirt, shall we? Um, so Matt James and Rachel may be back together. Matt James who was the bachelor. Okay. And I was like, I don't know who this is. This is why I'm helping you. Matt James was the last bachelor, the first black bachelor. So mm-hmm. there was a big deal there. And um, Rachel is the woman that he picked to give the final rose to. Now, he did not propose to her, but he said that they he wanted to continue a relationship with her off the show. Well, then there was all sorts of controversy because there were photos of Rachel at a um, uh, racially insensitive party, for lack of better terms, Mm. uh, that went public. Chris Harrison defended her in those photos. And and then he ended up taking a leave from the franchise. Rachel and Matt broke up. And now there are rumors that they're back together. Here's what Reality Steve tweeted. He said, it's been a while, but here's some news. Matt and Rachel, yeah, they're not over. They're currently in New York together. FYI. Reality Steve knows everything about these reality shows. Do we know anything about Reality Steve? Like, have we ever met Reality Steve? No, but it would be fun. He would be a really good person to get a hold of and interview on your show in particular. Because he's totally one of us. I mean, Reality Steve was uh, NT Lawyer before we knew NT Lawyer. Yep, Yep. that's absolutely true. He's been spilling the tea on the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise since the beginning. He always says who the person is that won, and then you have to decide as a human, how do you want to live? Do you want to live as a person who watches the show and knows what happens at the end? Mm. Are you a person who reads the last page of a book before you even start the book? Some people are like that. Yeah. Others want it to be a surprise, and so then they avoid reality, Steve. I was a half-timer, so I would get about halfway through, and then when... You always went to reality, Steve. About halfway through. You'd be like, do you want to know? Because I do. Well, because I I would be, the first half, I'd be like, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go, and then one day I just couldn't take it anymore, and then I'd go... And then I would hold it over Bradley the whole time. Look yeah. at that. Mm-hmm. I know. It was so nice of her. On that after the final <laughs> rose where Rachel and Matt talked about being broken up, um, she said, you know, she apologized profusely and talked about the work that she knew that she needed to do in order to understand why. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That type of party was inappropriate and, um, and what that meant. And 
uh, Matt James at the time said that he just couldn't be there to be part of that work for her. Um, but, you know, I think there was still love there. So you know, maybe she's been working through some things and they've had some conversations. I am hopeful, like, you know, if slash when this becomes a public thing, I hope there will be a public conversation about how they navigated that. I think so. That would be really great, Colleen. Yeah, because I think it's imp- it's important to expose people to the work and expose people to the fact that, you know, people can learn and change. They yes. can. We don't always want to believe that in 2021, um, but it's true. Yeah. And, and other can people also can rare, forgive. Right. And being, but it yeah, all, exactly. And there's also like, there's a spectrum, right? I mean, there's a spectrum of of sort of racism. I mean, there's a, there's systemic racism in the system that we're all part of, but then there's also ignorance. There's, um, you know, there, there, and, and this isn't defending her in any way. It's just a matter of like, you also need to know people on an individual level. And I think, um, you know, sometimes we take this cancel thing a little bit too far. Mm. We got to give people a chance. If you don't have a chance to get better, we don't have hope for anybody guys. Yes. However, when somebody is showing you that they are not capable, that's different. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. That's different. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she really did that. I right. mean, I think there was a real acknowledgement at the beginning. I didn't follow it exactly to a T, but that's that's sort of my guess. Listen, yeah. if these two kids are in love and they work through it, then me, that's nice. Yeah. Who are we to... Yeah, they've already got the odds stacked against them. They met on a reality show. Yeah, right. They met on The Bachelor. Their chance of relationship survival is about 15% even just coming out of that, much less add all this other stuff on. I, I, <laughs> I feel like you're starting to see the light, Elizabeth. Reese. I know, I am. It's ruining. You guys are ruining I'm something sorry. really special for me. <laughs> and you better figure but out. You know what? Girl, you did this to yourself. No, you started this no, journey. You, you need to figure out what I'm going to do with my Monday nights to bring joy into my home again. Okay. Now that you've ruined things for oh, me. Oh, we can come up with plenty of things yeah. to distract you. Great. It may take you a while to, you know, accept them. But well, please send a list by Friday. We'll get you on your journey. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you. Okay. Let's talk about the Tiger Woods crash, shall we? Um, uh, so there. There is lots of conversation. There are rumors um, from a source who talked to People Magazine who said that he is working so hard at rehabilitation and that he wants to get back out and golf, that that is the goal of Tiger Woods. So now we're getting some updates on the accident that led to this situation. Um, His right leg in very bad shape. He had to have surgeries to try to fix it, and then he's going to have continued problems afterwards. And here's what's being reported by TMZ today, that Tiger Woods was driving 75 miles an hour at the time of the crash. Uh, The sheriff there um, in California, in L.A., saying the official cause of the accident was speed and inability to navigate the curvy road. Yeah, I think we should also add that he was driving that speed and the speed limit for that particular area, I think was like 45 or something. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so that's I mean, pretty considerable uh, difference and also a windy and dangerous road. Yes. Uh, there was no evidence Tiger tried to brake before the collision. That is Investigators weird. now mm-hmm. believe Tiger inadvertently stepped on the gas instead of the brake when he realized he was losing control. Ooh. There's a data recorder inside this vehicle um, that's giving them that information. Interesting. So this is what the sheriff said. When you panic, your initial thought is to hit the brake. It's believed that he may have done that, but hit the accelerator instead of the oh. brake. So they didn't find any evidence of prescription medication or alcohol at the crash scene. Tiger Woods showed no signs of impairment. And, you know, that's that's not only always something that they look at, but Tiger Woods 
um, did get in another car incident well, in which he was under the influence. Of this prayer. is one of those delightful lessons of like, be careful before you judge. Because I think immediately after it happened, we were all like, oh. what was he on? Right. Uh, but this, you know, again, sometimes freak accidents happen. Yeah, and I wouldn't quite call this freak. The freak part, I think, is the stepping on the gas because that's a freak thing. But, but the, like speeding, the speed preceding that yeah, is a problem. Yeah. Um, officials also saying there's no evidence Tiger was a distracted driver. They don't believe that he was texting on his cell phone during the crash. Um, so that's what's happening there. Boy, yikes. I know, but he's got a long, I mean, he's got a long road. He does, but here's what I will say. When somebody has a passion like he has for golf, you will often see them do things far beyond what many think they will be capable of. And I'm not saying he will or won't be able to golf again, but the drive to to achieve that will be something that will, like, propel him beyond yeah. what even doctors might think is possible. You're totally right. Yeah. Tom Brady's rookie card sold for $2.25 million. He says oh she, he should have kept a few. I didn't even mean to sell it. <laughs> Just kidding. That never happened. Thanks, friends. Nice Elizabeth try. Reese, thank, thank you. you so much for that dirt alert. Hey, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries. We do it every day in the form of blind items that Holly's going to bring for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item after this. On my talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, your resident pop culture detectives, here to solve some pop culture mysteries in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Yeah, we do. Blinded by the Item. Since you guys are detectives, do you think if we ask hard enough that we can all get Murphy beds? I like, want to. Like the old school detectives had in yeah. their California offices. Closets has Murphy beds, you guys. <gasps> really? I mean... Well done. It's it's a thing. No, those are legit still a thing. That's mm-hmm. very exciting to yeah. learn. Thank you You're for welcome. letting us know. CaliforniaClosets.com <laughs> <laughs> I got some celebrity gossip mysteries that have some words... Well, we have ears, and we're ready to listen. Here's our first one. Okay. This recently arrested housewife has totally blown off the advice of her attorney. He told her to stop filming. She said no. He said the feds will use every bit of footage that is shot and use it against her. She didn't care. He said to live modestly. She went and rented a house she can't even afford without using her ill-gotten gains. Mm. She thinks she'll get a slap on the wrist like the famous moms in the college admission scandal... But they didn't steal from others. She's really living in this whole other world. Anti-lawyer suspects her attorney will quit in the next few weeks. Yikes. So this has to be that Jen Jen Shaw Shaw. lady. What? No, we're still here, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) That was me clicking the wrong thing. It happens. It happens. And there went my blind item. Somebody (laughs) erased my what's happening. What's going on? I think that was me. Okay, thank you. you. Thank you. (laughs) It's just we're melting down, kids. Two segments so in, early, and we can't so even hold it together. <laughs> so let me fill in the blank for you guys. So Jen Shaw, who was recently arrested for the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, has blown off all the good advice from her attorney. He told her to stop filming, but Jen Shaw said no. 
because the feds will use every piece of footage that is shot and use it against her. But Jen Shaw didn't care. The attorney said to live modestly. So Jen Shaw went and rented a house that she can't even afford without using her ill-gotten gains because Jen Shaw thinks that she'll get a slap on the wrist like the famous moms in the college admission scandal. But big difference. They didn't steal from others. Jen Shaw is living in a whole other world. And NT lawyer predicts that her attorney is going to quit in the next few weeks. Okay. Well, you guys, uh, this, you know, this is one of those stories that I um, just wouldn't follow otherwise because it's, you know, a Real Housewives related thing. But the story itself makes me want to go back and understand what a Jen Shaw is. And mm-hmm. did everybody see this coming? Like, were they like, oh, of course she did this? Well, I right? think from what I understand of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is that people would ask Jen Shaw, well, how do you get your money? And she would be like, well, it's marketing things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, not giving you yeah. a lot of right. clear yeah. right, right, right. Kind yeah. of like a Kardashian. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's a marketer. Sorry, did I say that out loud? Well, I mean, you know, people take a pay. Like people look at people like the Kardashians and think, "I'm gonna do that." But then they don't mm-hmm. realize, well, like Enti Lawyer saying, if Jen Shaw thinks that she's a celebrity and she's going to be treated like Lori Laughlin right. in the college admission scandal. Yeah. Well, good luck to you, ma'am. Yeah, good luck to you. Yeah. Also, two different things. Also, Jen Shaw faces up to 30 years in prison. Ooh. Also, like, can we take a look at other housewives who've found themselves in jail? Oh, yeah. Teresa Judas. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's more apples to apples. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. We wish her the best. Do we? No. <laughs> I just want them to bring back Chicago mob wives. Oh. <gasps> did you Leah. hear? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We need to take a pause. Bradley, did you hear who died? Oh, don't tell me. Can I guess? Is it somebody from Chicago mob wives? No, sort of. Oh, sort of. Not really. Not even Chicago. It's somebody connected to Big Ange. Oh, no. Her sister. I'm so sorry. What was her sister's name? I'm going to find out. I I saw it the other day and I was Was like... Was it Little Deb? Yes, I believe so. Maybe Janine DeTore? Yeah. No. Hold on. It's in the news. Uh, (laughs) In the news. It was Janine. Janine DeTore. Oh. I'm sorry. Was she blonde? Wasn't she a blonde? Now, why am I not seeing this anymore? (laughs) Did you just make that up? No, Did you I just saw kill? it. I hope I didn't make that up. Maybe. Oh, no. Hold on. You killed somebody else. No, I know I saw it. Okay. Linda Torres. It was Linda Torres. And it was. It's. Is that her sister? Whatever. All I see is headlines. Big Ange. Big. Uh, Angela Big Ange Rayola's sister, Janine DeTore, yeah, talks her. feud. That's no, not. No, no, no. She's not dead. Here, honey. I'm going to put it right here. And put right Linda Torres is different. Linda Torres is the one that died. Oh, Linda's her friend, Linda. Okay, so maybe not her sister. Yeah, her that's friend. not her sister. Sorry. Yeah, oh. that's the blonde who would like get yes. in the hot tub. Yeah. Oh, that makes oh. me so sad. I miss Big Ange. There. I am sorry for Linda and her family. And I would like a Chicago Mob Wives reunion. Me too. I, that's not an Andy Cohen thing. That was like a VH1. That was thing, VH1, right? Mm-hmm. They need to bring that show back because you guys are you you. We need a Minneapolis mob wives. I don't think we have any. I don't know. We had some active mob situations here. 
We don't want to know day. about those. Oh, back in the day, yes. yeah, yes. for sure. So yes. there's got to be some descendants. True. Kicking it around here. True. Preferably with big hair, ostentatious jewelry yes, choices. Please. And Ooh, very it's Minnesota. Long, loud nails. We're not going to have that. We don't do that here. So it would be like the passive aggressive mafia. Yeah, and they probably like, have. Oh, I don't know. That, I don't know about her. Yeah, with some feathered hair. Mm hmm. You know, Melissa mm-hmm. Peterman style. No, like from Fargo. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> like from Fargo. Not say an ill word about Miss. No, I'm Melissa saying her Peterman. role in yes. Fargo. Yes, you boob. Yes, yeah. Goldberg's, Goldberg's aesthetic. Yeah, big time. Okay, now we, I'm sorry. I had to just get that out. Okay, All right, take us back to the blind items house. Blinded by the item. Now that we've solved absolutely nothing, maybe we can try. It to took solve you on a nice this. journey in the process. It's true. You're welcome. <laughs> Another celebrity gossip mystery. There are some trade reports out today which highlight the battle between the illiterate foreign-born A-list actress and the awful writer, director, producer, all-around bleep. Ooh. What none of the trades dig deep digs deep on is how the actress walked away the winner in her battles. And it's because the director of her big solo movies knew all about the mistress of the studio head and used it to her full advantage. It didn't save the studio head in the end. But it gave our actress and her director a big win when they needed it. So we need to find an illiterate, foreign-born, A-list actress. Yes, find her. So a foreign-born mm-hmm. actress who was work, who was basically keeping this guy's secret for her own benefit. Well, the director. Yeah. That she was, she had worked with in the past. They had a big secret that they knew about the studio head. Oh, 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 got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. So there's three people. Yeah. The awful writer, director, producer, is that a Harvey Weinstein? No. Oh. But this person has been making headlines for quite some time for his gross behavior. May I quickly ask the question of, can we get like an age range for this actress? She's in her 30s. Okay. Okay. Oh, is it like a? Um, oh no, that she's foreign, foreign born. Yeah. Is it? And when we say foreign born, are we thinking Canada or otherwise? Otherwise. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. What are we working with? So what are we working with? <laughs> I think the writer, director, producer is that a Brian Singer? No. Are we going to get to the director? You'll producer, get to person? the nug. Yes, because okay. this guy is now well known mm-hmm. as for- a. Gross McGrosser yeah. pants. A gross McGrosser pants mm. and an all-around jerk. Mm. Uh, is he more of, like, what is he most known for, writing, directing, or producing? All of it. Oh. Mm-hmm. So then it's got to be somebody so obvious. Like, he's, who's a yeah. jack-of-all-trades? He's a big to-do, or at least he was at some point in time. Uh, he's worked in both television and film. And mm. uh, he was a part of a franchise at one point in time. And that franchise had a revised version of the movie he worked on released on HBO Max, and everybody likes it now. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. It's all sounding very I don't familiar. know. I know. Uh, it sounds familiar, but I'm not going to be able to name him. To so I kind of want to focus on the illiterate foreign-born A-list actress yes. for a moment. Yes. She plays a big role yep. mm-hmm. in a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Fifi Fufu fans. No, it's no. not Fifi Fufu fans. She plays um, a superhero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I can see her. She's uh, Captain Marvel, right? Nope, not her. <laughs> She's like, I'm seeing it. I'm mm-hmm. seeing it. It's Captain Marvel. I'm totally confident. <laughs> not at all. Completely other. Um, uh, the opposing cinematic okay, universe. Okay, different cinematic universe. To Captain Let's Marvel. Move. Let's move over Captain here. Captain Marvel is the 
see, we're in not in the right territory. Uh huh. No, we're what country now. is she from? Uh, she's from Israel. Oh, Gal Gadot. And mm. the I don't, but I'm not going to get the director, am I? That's okay. Let me fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, right? I think that's a good plan. I'll give myself a day. Okay, good. Uh, so, you have the answers, but by all means. <laughs> there are some trade reports out today which highlight the battle between Gal Gadot and Joss Whedon. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Aha. Uh-huh. But oh, none of the trades yeah. dig mm-hmm. deep on is how Gal Gadot walked away the winner in her battles because Patty Jenkins the director of the Wonder Woman movies knew all about the mistress of the studio head of Warner Brothers and used that information to her full advantage. Now, it didn't save the studio head of Warner Brothers because he was fired in the end, but it gave Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins a big win when they needed it. Huh. Because Gal Gadot and Josh Sisters Whedon are doing, doing it for themselves. Yes, they That's had juicy. They had the details about this mistress from the head of Warner Brothers. So when they needed to have him be in their corner against Joss Whedon, mm. that's how they got him there. Because they were like, Well, we've got receipts on you, sir. I mean, it's good to have friends, but I it's also good to have information. If mm-hmm. she was wearing the Wonder Woman costume when she put that on the table. Well, she I hope yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. That would be exciting. Right? But probably And not. then flew away in her invisible plane. Mm. In the movie, does she have an invisible plane? Yes. And do they show her just like sitting like... Well, she's sitting in a plane that's in the second Wonder Woman 1984. But is it invisible? Is it invisible? Well, yeah, but, you know, they're sitting in a cockpit together. So that's Which not invisible. Isn't invisible. No, because then the on cockpit. the outside, I find that to be really confusing. I I have a really well because in the cartoon you just saw Wonder Woman flying around in her invisible jet, but right. you could see her. Which so wait, why seems can she somewhat, see it? Somewhat counterproductive. So, so and they worked around. That. Wouldn't the invisible walls cover up the person? Well, you would think you would so, think, Colleen. But I don't really cartoon. feel like anybody thought this all the way through. And then also, why is it not invisible to her too? Well, because then she wouldn't know where she left it. And it'd be like you at the mall trying to figure out... Where my car is. Yeah, like going beep, 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 beep. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we need to revisit uh, our new publicationship because they are out and about. We call them Wadgers. Wadgers. <laughs> they're so cute. We'll tell you... Widow, widow, Wadgers. We'll tell you what they're up to after this on My Talk 107.1. The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. 
Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, it's time for us to check in on a new publicationship we've been talking about. Bradley, what's a publicationship? It's a relationship for publicity. And what is a Wadgers? Wadgers is Shailene Woodley and Aaron Wadgers. Oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. Only not really. Why are we talking about them? Because they won't let us stop. So the lies continue, y'all. And um, Shailene Woodley is not a good actress. I mean, in movies, yes. But in publicationships, uh, I don't know. There is a clip that we can play, although now that I say that, I didn't listen for swears, but I don't think she swears. Oh, well, you never know. Let me double check. You, why don't you double check? But So um, while we're checking, we have plenty to talk about because I first came upon... You know, we just talked about the fact that they went to Disney. Oh, we just happened to show at Disney World. Uh-huh. And we're kissing and hugging and showing each other some public affection. Uh-huh. I wonder why. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Right? We speculated. Yeah. We, in fact, had a listener call in who was like, he's trying to make a lot of money on a new contract. Yeah. And so showing that you are a big darn deal at a time when you're asking for money mm-hmm. makes sense. Also... Recently appearing as a celebrity guest judge on Geoparty. Geoparty. Yes. Um, so that happened yesterday. Well, today it's all about the man bun kids. So over at Us Weekly, they were like, oh my God, Shailene Woodley is giving us a super peek at his super sexy Aaron Rodgers man bun. Okay. Is it sexy, first of all? Well, it's a man bun. Yeah. It's not even a man bun. It's like barely a man bun. And like as as someone who lives with a person who is now sporting the beginnings of a man bun is thanks he? to COVID oh, hair. Fun. Um sure, they're sexy. Hair is sexy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I, I checked in on this story and um Shailene Woodley gave us a look at the thirty seven year old's new look with some behind the scenes snaps. Okay. And she says, I'm sorry, I'm horrible. You guys, I have a very important announcement to make. This guy right here is super sexy, super attractive. He just shaved his neck this morning, has a little man bun growing. Oh, yeah, rocking his new shades. Or actually, she was rocking her new shades, which, by the way, I'll get to because they're going to make your eyes roll out of your head. Um, Her new shades, by the way, um, also... Came along with a $90,000 uh, engagement ring. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. When you said a $90,000, I thought you were going to say price tag. Like I, She was talking about her shades, oh, but like with her hand. Showing her Showing ring, a $90,000 Okay, wait. Ring. I have... Okay. This guy's hosting I'm sitting Jeopardy on a lot tonight. of things right now. I'm sitting on a lot of things. Can I release oh. one? Well, I mean... <laughs> It's appropriate for air. Well, first of all, God, we're in separate studios. Do you remember yesterday when we saw the pictures of them like fake faking out, fake making yeah, out? Because at, I just told you about that. Right, them. right, right. But do you remember what I noticed? What I said? There's something missing. What was missing? Oh, her ring. Oh, well, you so don't think she's gonna walk through the the plebs with a ninety thousand dollar ring on? Why get it? Why have it in the first place? <laughs> you know what I'm it's saying? All for show. And it, you're right; it's probably fake, and she just leaves it in the glove box but to the, pull it out but, for little cubic zirconia. But yeah. there would be a reason then why she would be like showing it out. You yeah, know what like, I'm saying? Oh, look at my! Look at, I'm wearing shame. my ring. Oh, look, I'm eating this churro with, with my, my left ring. hand. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, so to me, that feels a little bit like oh, people got wind of the fact that she wasn't wearing a ring, so yeah. she better show it off. Yeah. It's number one. I have 
can I release another one or no? Please release the Kraken. Okay, so here's the other piece that has been bothering me, but I just, this is so obvious, and I just want everybody to to just sit and think about this. When we talk about it being a publationship, there's always voices in the crowd that are like, you guys, you guys, you guys have ruined like celebrity relationships ruined. for me. What, it's real, and they're so cute together. Okay, no. No, listen, do not do not allow the wool to be pulled over your eyes. Yeah. Open your eyes and yep. see clearly. Do you all remember that we didn't even know they were a couple until they got engaged? Okay? Correct. And so that would lead you to believe what? They are private, right? Then why are they parading out in front of all the cameras now? Yeah, I mean, see, but people only have opinions about what they see. They don't think about... What they don't see. What they don't see... And they don't think about who's who's creating the sea, right? Like what you see. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not being very articulate. No, but what I I'm saying what is, you meant. like, people don't go beyond that. Which I don't blame them. People are busy. You guys are busy. You're out there doing stuff, staying safe, living life. Yeah, trying to make a way in the world today takes everything you've got. Mm-hmm. Um, Shouldn't we run away? Mm-hmm. Sometimes Anybody? you want to go over video's um, name. So just come back to us because we'll do the work for you. And the work we're doing is to ask the questions like, why are you seeing all of these things? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's uh, up for debate. But I think our listener yesterday who called us and was like, oh, he's up for a contract. But wait, there's more. Remember, I said um, that there was some audio. If we could now listen, the man bun experience continues uh, in a video that she posted. Now, I'm not. I think that the video that's embedded in this article is this the same thing that you guys just read. So I don't know where to drop the needle. I'll drop it from the beginning. Actually, this is different because I think one was in the car. One was in the car, right. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. Oh, geez, I didn't listen to this. Uh-oh. No, no I think you're in the right place. Well, now I have to sit through this ad. <laughs> it's the first one where she said, it's the first video, right? Yeah, it's the first video where it says greasy hair. Mm. Are you on the second article? Uh, I'm. They're First sitting video. on the couch, and he's wearing yes. a bean. Yes, yes, yeah. that's the one. I haven't listened to this. Oh, one. you know there what we're going to do? I I watched it before. It's not sweary. All right, here we go for three seconds. From that little story to answer. Thanks for watching the show tonight, and we know it's halftime of the national championship. I don't know what that is. That's not the video. Um, We'll talk about it on the other side of this break. Perfect. When we get, and then we'll go on to the question. But we'll just, we'll tie it up. We'll close the loop after this on Wadgers. We'll close the Wadgers whoop after this on My Talk 1071. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500. With available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX. With the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500. Awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. 
Hurry into Ram Power Day is going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.